Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. I hope that you are having a beautiful day so far. I have a very special episode for you today that I've been excited about all week. This week, my friend Lee Gibson is going to be joining me, and we are going to be talking about energy healing, Reiki, and chakra balancing. And this is something that before my spiritual awakening, I didn't really give much to, you know, I didn't think there was much validation or anything to this, but there is, let me tell you, balancing your energy is really, really important. So today we're going to talk about that with Lee. Let me tell you a little bit about Lee first before we bring her on. So Lee is a divine source healing practitioner, psychic medium, and animal communicator. Her training began in 2018 with her first Reiki attunement. She completed her Reiki training as a Reiki master teacher in November 2019. And through that training, her other psychic and intuitive gifts opened up. Lee also holds a level one pranic healing certification and has studied other healers and modalities that resonate with her ultimate goals. Over time, her intuitive nature has helped her discover significantly more ways of providing energy healing, which has now transitioned from traditional Reiki into a beautiful blend of energy coming straight from the source. Her biggest passions are to provide healing to as many people as possible, to help coach others when they are very new in their spiritual journey, and to continue on her own healing path to become the very best version of herself. Welcome to the show, Lee. Hi, Samantha. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for being here. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> so Lee and I met a few years back. I want to say three or four years, but time is one of those weird things, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were introduced by a mutual friend and then Lee joined my free reading group on Facebook as a reader where she was a, a reader for a while. And then I don't remember what happened, but somewhere along this journey, I want to say it's been even like within the last six months, you and I just started talking more and we like really connected and we've been helping each other. And it's become like a really beautiful friendship that I've really enjoyed. Yeah, and, me too. Me too. I agree. Yeah. At the end of your your bio here where it says what your goals are, it's funny because those are my goals too. And I think <laughs> that's one thing that brings people together is when you have the same types of goals you're attracted to those types of people. You're not attracted to the people that don't resonate with what's going on in your life, you know? Oh, I agree entirely. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I have found through um, a lot of this, you know, spiritual journey for myself is you come across, you know, every walk of life, every level of spiritual abilities or intuitive nature. And you certainly find the ones that sort of, like you said, resonate with where you are and what your ultimate goals are. Um, Versus some that, you know, might be a little more driven by ego or power or look at me and what I can do, you know, and where I just really, when it comes down to is, you know, I think you and I joked a little bit like, like being He-Man, I want the power, I have the power. <laughs> yeah. Know? But really it comes more to, I want to have the best abilities that I am able to have so that I can be the 
of the best service to as many people as I can touch, you know, and, and that's not for me to pat myself on the back. That's not the purpose. The purpose is, you know, we've, we've got a lot of division. We've got a lot of fear. We've got a lot of hate. And to me, if we can bring more people along in the idea of a spiritual journey, in the idea of being of service to other, in the idea of ultimate humanity being above all else, then we're going to see, you know, I know you and Danny on your podcast have talked about, you know, 5D and the transition of Earth's gravitational or uh, energetic pool rather and vibrational frequency. And, you know, like where for many years, I kind of didn't understand the whole idea around 5D, but I'm understanding more. It really just has to do with how we're being of service to others and ourselves rather than me, me, me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's hard in this world. Like, I'm excited to talk about the energy healing because like I said, that has been something within myself that I've really had to change. And I feel that the universe works with me the most on this is learning how to balance my energy in situations that I have no control over. Mm -hmm. And it almost sometimes seems like a superhuman feat that they want (laughs) us to like sit there and be like, um, you know, but it's not, (laughs) you know, we're supposed to be human, but there is something to this. And I recognize energy in people, I think, through most of my life. Like, I look back and remember just knowing how people were feeling without even asking them. I could just tell by their energy. And mm-hmm. that was difficult, you know, when you when you feel that and you don't know what you're feeling. And, and it really is intuition and energy and lined with everything. But I don't know about you, but you're an empath, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and right, I think I it took me it. a lot. Yeah. And I think it took me a long time to figure that out. You know, I'd, I'd been told a lot that, you know, that I was very empathic and that I was incredibly intuitive. And for many years, I think I didn't believe in myself enough to realize just how true that was. And, you know, once I started, uh, I, I mean, basically, like, I don't even remember how many years ago who I was having the conversation with. It had to be a, more than a decade ago. Um, somebody said the word Reiki. And I heard in my own mind, I have to do that. Now, Mm -hmm. I had never heard the term before. I had no idea what it was, what it referenced, anything about energy healing. It wasn't something in my orbit yet. Um, And then I entirely forgot about it until a handful of of years later, I, somebody in a conversation said Reiki again, and I, again, in my head heard, I have to do that. And that Mm -hmm. caused me to have a remembrance of the first time that I heard that. And Mm. I was, then I started digging in. What does that mean? What is it? What's it in reference to, you know? And when I started researching and asking questions and read a book or two, then I was like, oh, this, this kind of lights me up. This sounds like something I'm supposed to go after. Um, and then finally in 2018, just out of nowhere in the middle of the day, once I said to my husband, I really think I'm supposed to do Reiki training. There's one happening in in Columbus at the end of September. And he was like, do it, you know? So that was kind of where it started as far as actual energy healing for me. Um, and when I did that, I had, uh, just recently started practicing meditation on a very regular basis again. And now I realize intuitively followed the idea of, you know, do I have intuitive or and or psychic abilities? If I do, what are they? How do they work? How can I use them? Um, and I, you know, sort of had a conversation with, I wasn't even sure what at the time, my guides, God, universe, my higher self and soul. I didn't know. I just said, hey, you know, I'm going to do this Reiki training. If there's something else that is supposed to open up for me when I have this attunement, that will help me be of service to help others with 
grief or pain or suffering or sadness or anything, please help those open when, when I get my attunement. And I, I mean, it was like a floodgate opened after I had that done. Like I suddenly realized I really did have the ability for, um, you know, several of, you know, the clairs, as we say, mm -hmm. of different psychic abilities. And um, I've just kind of followed them and worked on. I mean, it's a lot of practice. You know, I always say you don't know if you're a good player of, of any kind of particular sport until you try. And then once you find out, oh, I'm actually good at football, not at baseball. Okay. Then I work on football and then I find out, am I a good kicker? Am I a good thrower? Am I a good catcher? You know, you figure out what your specialties are within those things. And then, you know, it's practice. I know some people who are very, very natural, um, gifted intuitives and psychics and mediums. And that wasn't the case for me. So, you know, I always kind of say I'm the perfect example of the fact that anybody can utilize their intuitive abilities, even if they don't want to be a psychic, it's all there for us because it's all part of our soul. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's interesting is that I was just uh, caught in my eye that you started your journey in 2018. And so did I. Oh, did you really? And, yeah. And another thing that's that's interesting is that I heard similar to what you did. What happened to me is I got my abilities first. And then I want to say like a year later, I don't know, I wrote this. I have a prediction book and I wrote this in my prediction book. But out of the blue, all of a sudden, I just heard you are a healer. And I, I laughed it off. I literally <laughs> laughed it off, Lee. I You're was like, like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I'm a healer, whatever that means. Yeah. But no, I am. And I started realizing it slowly just by trying. That's all yeah. I did. And I remember doing this as a kid. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I remember as a child trying to do things like this, like, and, and kind of having the ability to do it, but thinking that I was just playing pretend. Um, so like what the way that I started kind of realizing that this was happening to me was I started just trying to fix things without telling people I was trying to fix them. Like one day Danny had a bad back, like really bad, like he was bent over, could not even really stand up. And I was outside and he was inside and I just tuned into him and I, I healed it. He walked outside five minutes later <laughs> and he had no idea why he You're did like, that. You're like, what in the... <laughs> Because I was sitting there thinking before that, this is going to be days, you know, when, when you throw your back out like that, it takes a few days sometimes for that to come back. So yeah, it was the same age. kind of thing. <laughs> like, yes. You're right. And I, I'm pointing this out to our listeners for a few reasons, but one is because sometimes we hear those messages, like what Lee said, that she heard Reiki, you know, that you should do Reiki and I heard you're a healer. And we think that that's just our imagination or that that can't possibly be the truth, but that's your intuition telling you what yep. you're supposed to be doing and absolutely. listen to it, especially like with you, how it repeated itself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yep. It was yep. a swift kick in the rear end because I had done exactly what you said that first time I was like, whatever, I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never heard this word before. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. And instead of researching it then, which of course I can clearly now say I wasn't there yet. I wasn't ready for it yet. Yes. It was just laying some groundwork to go, hey, I'm going to nudge you again in the future when and if you don't pay attention, you know? So, I mean, I can't imagine that many years ago that, that I would, I mean, the things that have happened since then, and I do see mm -hmm. tiny breadcrumbs from when I was little. You know, like I, when I was really little, I, I wanted to be the ballerina because I danced. I wanted mm -hmm. to be a veterinarian because I loved animals, but I actually remember wanting to be a psychic too, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And like, I don't know if that's a normal thing that little kids imagine that they could be when they grow up. But, you know, I, I remember thinking that I, 
I did have a couple times where I saw, um, you know, ghosts, spirits, what have you, very mm -hmm. briefly as a child. But other than that, like, I didn't have any really solid foundation. I didn't have any experiences that I tried to ignore or that people told me were lies. Like a lot of people who have been coming in in this last generation or two, you know, there are a lot of kids coming in that have a whole lot more connection than, than we did in the generations above us. Um, I think that's a little bit of more of that movement towards, you know, that, that 5D kind of vibrational point. But um, I, you know, I, the, I don't know that it would have been the same path for me if I had listened at that first point. I probably, because really the Reiki ended up being the way that I was able to avoid um, imposter syndrome. Uh -huh. I, I was very unsure that I would ever have the ability to do any of these things that could help people, even though I wanted so badly to once I started that path. Mm -hmm. So the, the Reiki training of I've learned these things, I'm reading them, I'm experiencing them. Somebody gives me, quote unquote, gives me these attunements to make me be able to do it. And then I get a certification at the end of it and I can actually say, hey, this is who I am. This is part of what I do. Um, and I don't think I would have had as much of the confidence and um, understanding that I truly was capable of moving energy for people in a way that was beneficial to them without having done that part first. I think it would have been really difficult for me to believe this was something because I was told many years ago by a psychic that I was a healer and that I wouldn't need mm -hmm. Reiki before I had done it. And I was like, of course <laughs> I need Reiki. How could I ever do something like that on my own? <laughs> Meanwhile, since that time, you know, Reiki is beautiful energy. Reiki is an amazing service, but I almost never actually use Reiki anymore. It just allowed me to understand I was capable and I've followed intuitive guidance ever since then and found ways that for me individually actually perform a better service at a higher level for my clients when I do it. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I sometimes feel like I wish that I would have known about these abilities when I was younger, but like you, I wasn't ready you're not mature enough. You don't know what you're doing or, you know, all of that. You need that experience in life. And, and yeah, same thing too, that like, if you would have asked me when I was, you know, um, probably in my late teens, what a job would be like, if anything, if I could have any like ability, I would have said psychic too. My mom loved psychic. So it's the same thing. It's like, I look at my life now and I go, how is it even possible that I'm a psychic and a healer and I talk to animals yeah. and dead people all day. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, where'd this like, come how, from? <laughs> yeah. How is it even possible that, you know, my friend who's traveling in Bali or, you know, our friends that connected us originally over in Australia, you know, that they can go, Hey, you know, I'm in need of some help. Can you help me out? And here I am in Ohio. Right. And because I send with intention and I connect to them on an energetic soul level, I can actually shift and change how they feel, what they're experiencing emotionally, physically. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I understand the premise behind it, but it still seems like, how is that possible? And then yet it does. It happens right. and works all the time. You know, it it's amazing. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It really does. So we just have a few minutes till break, but I want to ask you a question real quick because yeah. it just came to my mind. Yeah. Have you ever tried to use your energy abilities on objects? 
You know, a long time ago, right, like right after initial Reiki training, first level, I tried, somebody told me once that they had multiple people charge a car battery when their car died on a trip. Mm, <laughs> that they all, they were all Reiki practitioners. They all put their hands on it and it charged up enough that they could start it and get it to like a nearby gas station or something. So I tried to charge my cell phone and it uh -huh. didn't work. <laughs> Uh, the reason I ask is because I do this often and um, I do things like when they're static on the radio that I try to mm -hmm. use my energy to make there not be static. Actually, right, right now, the Wi-Fi keeps going down to like one little bar and I'm like, no, 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 up we go, up we go. So I'm yeah. telling you, if you start small, it it works. We have this this mm -hmm. air purifier in our bedroom that was making this horrible noise. And every time it makes it, I like tune into it. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. And yep. I'm telling you, you might think I'm crazy, but it works. <laughs> no, it truly, it truly do. It does. It can. I've seen people do it. It's not something I've tried in a really long time because I kind of laughed at myself. Like here I am like a, a minute into Reiki attunements and trying to figure out, you know, where my feet right. are. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to charge my cell phone. No, no you know, I it wasn't a realistic way to do it, but uh, no. no, I I can say I have done that at times when you know like our TV goes out because internet isn't working or something, and our mm. neighbors are being loud, so our dogs are barking, and I'm trying to put like cover yes. up sound in the house or something. <laughs> so yes. I can say that I have had times where I'm like, okay, funny coincidence, or did I actually help that connect again? No, I'm you gonna actually, go with it's energy. <laughs> you actually helped. Yeah. You can, you know, it's energy. We're just yep. interrupting the energy. So, yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what energy healing is and the principles of it and learn more about what Lee does. So stay tuned, friends. We will be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, friends. Today we are talking about energy healing and Reiki and chakra alignment. And we have my friend Lee Gibson here today. Welcome back, Lee. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit about energy healing. So first, let me, for our listeners that aren't really uh, you know, knowledgeable on this subject, let me give the, ener- the definition of energy healing real quick. Perfect. So energy healing is an ancient and holistic approach to promoting wellness and restoring balance within the body, mind, and spirit. At its core, energy healing acknowledges the existence of vital life force energy that flows through all living beings. Energy healers work with this subtle energy to facilitate healing by removing blockages or imbalances that may be causing physical or emotional distress. Through various techniques and practices such as Reiki, chakra balancing, and prantic healing, practitioners gently channel healing energy to the recipient, stimulating the body's natural ability to heal itself. Energy healing is a non-invasive, non-invasive soothing, and can be complementary to conventional medical treatments, enhancing overall well-being and promoting a deeper connection to one's inner self. I thought that was a pretty good definition. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I think it encompasses a lot. And actually, while you were reading, it made me think of a couple points that, you know, the fact is that um, where it says where you said, like, we were gently channeling the healing energy. I think Mm -hmm. that's important to say, because we are kind of just the, the straw, the channel, the bamboo shoot, we're just kind of what it's coming through. And we're helping to direct it, the energy And your own body is what creates the healing. So there are times that I even don't even like to say, you know, that, oh, yes, I'm an energy healer because I'm not actually doing the healing. The energy and the client and their own body are take that's taking that energy in and creating the healing within themselves. And a perfect example of that is that I have absolutely had clients who have said, yes, I would like an energy healing. Yes, I would like to schedule an appointment. And I have tried to work on them. Thankfully, it's only been maybe literally one or two over the last handful of years. But I cannot get things to shift and change. Mm. There is some sort of subconscious blockage that they just are not ready to break down yet. Um, And, you know, that if I, I mean, I actually commend clients a lot of times like, wow, things really shifted and moved and you released from this chakra so well and for so long, a lot drew drew out so I could deliver healing in and good job because you were truly in a place of being open to this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important for people to understand is that, you know, given the right circumstances, our bodies are self-healing. It's just that we live through life (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so many things that impact our energy, our emotions, our physical bodies, our auric or energetic field bodies around our physical bodies, you know, all of that stress and strain and, and, you know, all of that has an impact on our energy body. Uh, and that's what takes us out of balance. So yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, a belief is very important too. Like if you have somebody sitting there that you're doing energy healing on and they just don't believe and they're like, eh, then it's not going to work the way it should, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that that can lower the like turn the volume down mm-hmm. on exactly how much can get through if the disbelief is um like so deeply ingrained in them that they're not allowing it to be accepted. Mm-hmm. I think if you have somebody who's a skeptic or somebody who's even like yeah, I don't really know if I believe in any of this mm-hmm. stuff, but you can try. I think that you still have the ability for just as much to get through because they aren't actually blocking it subconsciously. I think it's when the disbelief is so deeply ingrained or goes so against everything that they've been, you know, indoctrinated into, whether that's with, you know, family or generational beliefs or religious beliefs or cultural beliefs, whatever it is, I think that's where that blockage can come in. But if it's just general disbelief or I'm not really sure skepticism, I think that you can still get just as much through. Yeah, I agree because I do meet a lot of those people, especially when I do readings. And then after the reading, they're like, whoa, okay. So I believe now. (laughs) So I think that's one way that the universe helps us to open people up as well as if we can show those that are maybe on the fence that this is actually real, then they will join us on this side of the fence, you know? Right. right. Something else that um, I wanted to point out is that you've actually done energy healings for me. And a couple of reasons, because I love your work and I think that you do an amazing job, but some people might think, well, you're a healer too, and you do energy healings. Why do you have to go to somebody else? When when your energy is at a level that you can't heal yourself, like when I had COVID, I couldn't even cure my own hiccups. Um, You need somebody else to do it for you. And and you have really helped me for sure at times that I just couldn't heal myself with not just with physical, but with mental things too, like releasing those things because we'll get into it later, but your chakras hold your emotions. And so you've found like where those chakra blockages are and opened them up for me. And that's very helpful for those reasons, but also because like, I try and be as honest with myself as I can, but if I'm trying to balance my chakras and I don't want to talk about the fact that I'm having like a bad day and my heart chakra is blocked, then I might somewhat ignore it where, you know, you'll just remove that without the bias of being the person with the problem. Oh yeah, definitely. Like healers have find other healers, psychics and mediums find other psychics and mediums, you know, like you, I mean, a a doctor getting sick doesn't go, I know all of the things and how to heal myself, even when I'm in a medically induced coma, because I'm in the hospital, because I'm (laughs) sick, you know, like lawyers get their own lawyers, you know, I mean, even if you are a quote unquote expert in any particular field, when it's your own life, your own energy, your own I mean, I have a difficult time connecting to my own past loved ones at times. And I, if I really want a message or I really feel like I'm, you know, um, really needing a connection that I'm missing from a particular past loved one, I will seek out a medium that I trust for that, you know? So when you have your own storm going on and you're out of alignment or you're too emotionally invested or you're too stressed out or tired or sick you go to someone else that you trust to help regardless of what the the practice is. Absolutely. I think that that's very important part of energy because I do get asked that sometimes, well, you know, you go to other psychics. Well, yeah, because I might have one idea of what's going to happen and know intuitively somewhat, but like when life is just not moving, sometimes you need somebody to just, you know, confirm for you the way that you're feeling. And that's one of the things I love about our friendship is that we can do that for each other. And it's, you know, it's so I I love when 
people can find somebody that they can work with on this level. So if you're working on these things, ask the universe to bring you somebody that you can work with on that level, because I think that's very important. I think I've learned a lot working. I know I have just the being friends with you and getting closer to you. I've learned a lot about energy healing just in that time. Oh sure. yeah. yeah. I think we've learned a lot from each other because I think when you find that safe space where you can kind of bounce things off of each other and, you know, say, Hey, I'm, I'm experiencing this right now. Any ideas? Oh yeah. We're experiencing that too. It, you know, there's yes. a little bit of, you're not alone in the universe with some of it too, but I mean, yeah. Imagine being, you know, like a, a young strapping young single and you're a psychic and you're like, when am I going to find the love of my life? Are you going to get that answer honestly and truly right. for yourself? Like you're too emotionally invested in that. Yes. So yeah, finding somebody else that you trust to help you through those, those, um, you know, kind of charged situations or when you're out of whack yourself. Yeah. It makes all the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. So let's talk about Reiki a little bit. So yeah. let me read the, the definition that I have for Reiki. Reiki is a Japanese form of energy healing that centers around the belief in the flow of universal life force energy. The word Reiki can be translated as universal life energy. Reiki involves the gentle laying of hands on or just above the recipient's body to channel healing energy. The practitioner acts as a conduit, a conduit, allowing the pure and positive energy to flow into the recipient, promoting relaxation and facilitating the body's natural healing process. Reiki is a non-religious practice, and it is based on the understanding that the flow of energy is essential for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It is known for its calming and comforting effects, relieving stress, anxiety, and promoting overall balance and harmony in the recipient's energy system. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Again, you know, you're, you're just sort of channeling and directing that energy from the source. Mm -hmm. through through you um and you know one nice thing about that is that because you're channeling it through your own system you do receive some of that healing yourself while you're performing healing on others so most of the time unless it's been you know just a really trying situation trying day in general most of the time doing an actual energy healing on a client is not very um like doing psychic or intuitive or mediumship um sessions can sometimes deplete your energy because of the vibration you need to hold while oh, you're yes. doing uh -huh. those readings but an energy healing generally doesn't drain you quite the same way because you're kind of getting a tiny charger in your own battery <laughs> at the same time yes um but yeah, you know, I, I think that it's when you consider the fact that the idea of energy flowing through the body has been around for eons, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, acupressure, uh, you know, when they talk about the chi flowing from different points through the body, it's really just energy flowing through. Even when you consider the circulatory system or the lymphatic system, if you're talking about the physical body in a medical sense, there's something that is pumping through and flowing through the body all the time. Um, and so, you know, this is really just kind of bringing a new layer, an extra layer uh, to affect what that energy is doing. And you're doing it from the standpoint of, you know, love, compassion, healing for the betterment and for the highest good. Um, you know, I, I really work to remove um, and pull out stagnant energy anything that's sort of clogged up, any, you know, anything, I know we're going to talk about the chakras a little bit later, but anything where the chakras aren't balanced with each other, um, you know, sometimes old injuries will show up or sometimes just energetic changes will show up on one side of the body versus the other. And, you know, so it's, it's really just 
it's just a matter of um, understanding it's another layer of affecting the, the energy, the emotion, and the physical body falls in line with that. Yes, absolutely. And so you had mentioned that you don't really use Reiki so much anymore. Did I, did I hear that right? That's correct. Yeah. Unless somebody specifically says, I want this to be Reiki. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't, um, I don't want to use the word filter, but I don't kind of filter it through the idea of Reiki any uh -huh. longer, pretty much. I, I call it divine source energy for, for lack of better term, because to me it is coming straight from source itself and just coming through me. Um, over time, I just followed my intuition to realize that there was something else that I was um, actually able to tap into and utilize. And I actually did a little trial with some people when I was recognizing this, where I would do um, the exact same pattern and pathway, like mm -hmm. take one client, Mm -hmm. exact same pattern and pathway using the purposeful Reiki energy and the Reiki symbols and yes. all of that. And then, okay, that's the end of that one. Now I'm going to start over without telling them wh what I was doing. You know, this one mm -hmm. is that one or what have you. Number one's Reiki, number two's divine source. Didn't tell them any of that. I just said, I'm going to try two different things. You let me know how your experience afterwards. You know, so one time doing Reiki, same pattern pathway covering the body. Second time did what felt intuitively directly from source coming through me. Mm -hmm. And every single client that I did that with said that they experienced a more noticeable shift and mm -hmm. could feel more coming through or had more. Sometimes people hear things. Sometimes people have old memories pop up. Sometimes they see colors or see images. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they actually feel it in their body when I'm not physically present with them. All of them said that they had a very much noticeable um, higher impact with what I was doing as divine source rather than through Reiki. So it just appeared that for me, my, my you know, finding that way of affecting someone and um, providing the very best service I can to them mm -hmm. was to do what my, intu my intuition was telling me to do and utilize it straight from source and, and filter that way instead. I asked because I've been doing it the same way. And I've been feeling like, can you call yourself a Reiki master if you're not actually using Reiki symbols and doing it the way that you're, you know, that you were taught to do it? Because I have my Reiki master certification, right. but I don't do it that way. Because like, for those of you that aren't really aware of, of Reiki, like how it's done on RN, there are symbols that you kind of, well, I don't know. Do you want to explain this a little bit, how the symbols work? Yeah, I can. So there, I mean, there are a handful of symbols and depending on what, le what level attunement you've received, you know, some of them, there's just, I mean, I think it may be three that they do in the level one, but they basically um, implant those through your crown chakra so that you have the ability for Reiki to come down through, you know, from Reiki source, universal energy through the chakra, the crown chakra and out the hands and direct it to your client. Mm -hmm. Then a second level um, attunement, they actually um, put them in your palms as well as the crown and that um, helps to also then do distance healing. So level one is a little more work on yourself, work on your close friends and family nearby. And then level two allows you to actually perform it as a distance as well. And then level three, you get um, additional, you get the master symbol. Uh, I think that there are five total by that time that you receive, if, if I recall, cause now it's been a handful of years. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and so, you know, what, what I found instead when I started use, using the, you know, straight from source, um, 
I didn't know this at the time because I was, this was during actually COVID lockdown. It was that summer of 2020. Mm -hmm. I was doing meditations and, you know, I used to think people were crazy when they would say I was meditating and I got downloads. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> well, lo and behold, that started happening because I was yep. seeing things and I was, I, one of my stronger clairs is claircognizance and I call them knowledge drops. You just mm -hmm. suddenly know something you never knew before and you have no yep. idea where it came from, but it's real. So yep. I started receiving all of this information and downloads and I started taking notes and I've got notepads with information where I was getting these codes and I was supposed to implant them in different chakras while I was healing people. And then I was mm -hmm. supposed to spin this when I was done. And, and I ended up with this entire thing. That was 2020. I literally just last week figured out what they were. Oh, wow. And I've been using them because they've been beneficial. They've been working. They've been helping people a lot. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're light codes. And wow. I was using light codes and downloading light codes. And I had been sending light codes into people in multiple different ways. And I didn't know all this time. That's what that was. That's amazing. And I just put all the point and I showed them to somebody and they were like, oh, that's, those are light codes. I know that one. I know that one. I've seen uh. this one. I was like, oh my God, this is real. You know, <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, it was really kind of wild. So, you know, it's like I almost got my own <laughs> symbols yeah. to use. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's, again, you know, going back over time from where I am now, I'm realizing that really was the right way for me individually to go. Again, I think Reiki is beautiful and there is yeah. no... I, there is nothing that would ever prevent me from using Reiki, but I yep. generally don't say I'm a Reiki master or teacher. I don't list it yep. on my social media anymore because I, I do feel like it's almost like an appropriation of that because that's not, it's not really good marketing to say yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing when it's not. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the way I was feeling too. So I'm glad that we talked about that for yeah. sure. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and take our last break. We will be right back. And when we come back, we were going to talk about chakras, which I'm really excited to talk about. So stay tuned, everyone. told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, 
and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, everyone. Today we are talking about energy healing, Reiki and chakra balancing. And my friend Lee is here today and we are talking about wonderful stuff, huh? Yes, we are. We We sure think so. (laughs) We do. I am. I love talking about this. I, I don't care. You know, if people are like, wait a minute, this can't be because I want them to know it is because it's amazing. And don't knock it till you try it, man. Exactly. (laughs) I've, I have helped myself and so many others and animals too with energy healing and you have as well. So yeah, definitely don't discount it. So let's talk about chakras. Because yeah. this is definitely a fascinating part of energy healing. Agreed. Let me read the, the definition of chakras here. Perfect. All right. So chakras are energy centers within the body, originating from the ancient Indian spiritual traditions like Hinduism and Buddhism. The word chakra means wheel or disc in, do you know how to say this? Sans- Sanskrit. Oh, Sanskrit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Sanskrit. Okay. And these spinning wheels of energy are believed to be located along the, the central cent, central channel of the body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. There are seven main chakras, each corresponding to different aspects of physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Each chakra is associated with a specific color, elements, and qualities. When these energy centers are balanced and aligned, the energy flows freely, promoting a sense of harmony and vitality. However, blockages or imbalances in the chakras can lead to various issues, both physical and emotional. Chakra balancing involves techniques like meditation, energy healing, or specific exercises to clear any obstructions and restore the smooth flow of energy supporting overall health and spiritual growth. Do you balance your own chakras every day? I do actually. When I um, I, I meditate every day, especially when I definitely have the ability to. On occasion, I miss one, but I, I can always tell when I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I meditate, the the first thing that I do is um, that I open my chakras and I get energy flowing through them. I tend to start at the crown, um, which is oh, about two. Uh, and yeah, I used to always start at the root. I and like then, that though. Yeah, something intuitively made me change it. And I really do feel like it it opens things up in a different way and allows me to connect a lot more quickly. Mm-hmm. And it helps me then work on the grounding part of it um, at the at the end of it down at the root. Um, and I feel like the energy starts coming in from the top and almost mm-hmm. assists me with it. So I, you know, the crown is about an inch or two above the the top of the center of the head. That's our connection to the divine and source and higher self and everything. So I start there and I open that and it spins um, clockwise. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, when you're opening. And then I move down all the way through the seven main chakras. And then once I get to the root, I also work to push the energy down the legs so that I can be down grounded down into earth. Cause a lot of times in spiritual practices, especially when people are new or they just don't quite know enough, they work really, really hard on the third eye for having that like, you know, intuitive nature, that, mm -hmm. uh, that vision, that, um, that, you know, uh, clairvoyance where they're seeing information through that third mm -hmm. eye or the crown to connect to divine. But if you're not grounded down enough, it's the as above, so below, you've got to be grounded with those lower chakras or number one, you're going to find imbalances that aren't working to your benefit. And number two, you're actually not going to get as connected to the divine as you need to be for the work that you're trying to do. So you got to do both. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, what, I can't hound on that enough. <laughs> no. And, and you actually just really opened my eyes to something because I don't know, do you, do you ever just find something you're like, well, I learned to do it this way. And so this is how I'm supposed yeah, to do it. And I can't absolutely. differentiate from it. Well, that's yep. dumb. I should have just been thinking about this from the start. But like when I start with aligning my chakras, a lot of times my third eye is the one that feels the most clogged. And I, yep. it's like one of the last ones when you start at your root. So starting from the crown makes a lot of sense because to me, if that third eye is open more than my, at least for me, the rest yeah. of the chakras are going to be a lot easier. So right. I'm going to try that tomorrow. And then think about that, you know, like you're at the next to last one of the seven main ones when you're at the third eye, you've opened everything below that, but there's nothing filling it in. There's no energy getting through. There's no connection happening. Right. You're stuck way at the top, you know? So that way, if you start at the crown and you get to the third eye, if you're still stuck there, you just keep working it and breathing through it and doing different exercises to work through it until it opens. And then everything kind of filters from there down. Genius. So. Yeah, it really is. It's genius. It I'm going to try it, it tomorrow. It's really just in the last year that I started to change that. And I was like, my goodness, this is different for me. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. a feeling it's going to be for me, too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when you do um, a Reiki balancing for someone, do you want to share a little bit about how you do that? Yeah. So um, it's very typical in my healings that I, I start with the seven main chakras. Uh, I will sometimes, so we have over a hundred chakras in the body. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Um, but those seven main ones are the ones that people tend to concentrate on. Um, and for good reason, because they do connect to really specific things. Like earlier today, knowing that I was coming on this and had never done a live radio show, I was having to clear my throat over and over and over again. <laughs> well, the throat chakra has to do with freedom of expression. Am I expressing myself properly? Do I feel safe to do that? So I had to do a little bit of balancing to my throat to get on here and know that I wouldn't you know, clear my throat the whole hour. <laughs> that, so, yeah. yeah. So when I'm doing healings for clients, um, sometimes I, I really just connect and find intuitively, do I need to start at the root or do I need to start at the crown? And I go from there. Um, and then I actually connect into the chakra itself and I usually receive intuitive information. I might see an image or a little movie play out. I might actually physically feel something, which is clairsentience. It's the ability to feel someone else's sensations. Um, that happens in mediumship a lot too. Um, I might get one of those knowledge drops with claircognizance. I suddenly know that this is what's going on in that chakra. And it's usually sort of like a figurative thing. Like if I see, you know, if I connect to somebody's heart chakra and I see what looks like a dark cellar door with a big fat lock on it, mm. I'm going to think, oh, you have absolutely closed something off in terms of giving and receiving love to others or self-love. What is this related to? Right. And, you know, when I, when I 
I, I usually dictate those into my notes and send them through as a big message at the end of the, the healing so that the person can read through because then we can have discussion. What does this mean to you? Even if they don't want to give me the details, I don't care if I know the details behind why, but if you have that information to take forward with you, then I can help give you ideas of what you can do for yourself to help balance the chakras. Are there, you know, scents or oils or flowers you can use? Is there food that you can eat that helps? Is there a practice that I can tell you with your own hands on your own body? Um, do you need to meditate on a particular color? Because those seven chakras are really the color of the rainbow, starting with the root as red at the bottom, ending with indigo. I'm sorry, violet at the top, at, at the crown. So, you know, there are different things that you that I can give as homework to somebody if they really had a difficult time at a particular chakra to say, this is what it relates to. This is what I found. Does this make sense for you, even if you don't share with me? And here are some things that you can do for yourself going forward. Because I want them to be, you don't have to, a perfect world would be that you never have to come to me again. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that would be wonderful. But yeah. I mean, we live lives and that doesn't right. happen. But really, I would actually be okay if the world never had to come. <laughs> you know, that'd be great. We're living a beautiful life. So mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's the kind of thing I'm usually doing during a healing for people. Yeah, that that's, you know, you, you made a really good point here too. something else that I'm going to try and want to point this out to our listeners is that sometimes, well, most of the time when your chakra is blocked, there's something there, right? But it might be emotional and it might be physical. Yep. So you were yep. talking about the clearing your throat before coming on the show. And I have those moments myself. And I've never really looked at that as I should clear my throat chakra. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, why don't I realize these things myself? I don't have to have somebody else point them out, but I'm very <laughs> thankful that you are because next Great. time I'm going to try clearing my throat chakra and she see yeah. if that what, what happens. And see, you might run through the list. Is it because of allergies today? Is it right. because here in Ohio, we've got really awful, you know, Canadian wildfire smoke mm. coming through? Is it because I, you know, rubbed my face on a dog earlier? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, what, or did I drink something that just kind of creates that? Or am I a little bit nervous about speaking in, you know, in front of people when in a way that I'm not used to? So my throat's going, I'm going to tighten up on you now. So yeah, you know, you kind of run through the list and find, uh, you know, I've had, to, I joked with my my mom a little bit, not really a funny joke, but her mother passed away. And then like a month or two later, she ended up, you know, having a, a new heart diagnosis. And, oh. you know, the loss of her mother wasn't unexpected. And although it was sad, it was okay. But she had spent a lot of time before that, years before that, taking care of her mm. and giving her time and energy that could have been placed in other places in my mom's life. So, you know, I said, you know, I, I kind of think that might be related to when Guy passed. And she was like, I don't think you're wrong, you know, because after so long of an emotional or an energetic situation going on that could affect one of those chakras, the physical is eventually going to show up. Yes. And I think that's where I love to work on people's energy and emotions in hopes of helping them find a path where the physical may not eventually show up. Right. Yeah. Yep. Something that you made me think of is how this isn't necessarily a cure. Like you're saying, it's not like you can get one attunement or balance your chakras once and you're fine for the rest of your life. That's not how it works. You have to no. do it on a regular basis because it's just like taking Tylenol, except it's natural, right? 
right. you're you're like helping yourself, but the pain might come back. Like I do a lot of right. times Reiki on myself if I have a headache or whatever. And mm-hmm. sometimes the, it'll go away for the day, but sometimes it might come back, especially if the same stress is around and then you have to remove it again. But right. I've really gotten to the point and I'd love to be able to teach people more how to do this in the future. But I've gotten to the point that the first thing I do when I feel something physical going on is I look to see which chakra, you know, might be blocked or where the problem might be and sure. and clear my chakras first and yeah. see if that helps at all. Because energy is it's a big, 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 big thing in all of our lives. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that's what, you know, it's kind of like looking for that root cause um, and all, even if the chakra in and of itself being out of balance isn't the root cause, I usually tell people, you know, if you're having big emotions, it's really difficult to navigate much of anything else through those big emotions. So balancing the chakra and working there may help turn that volume down. So the emotions aren't as big and you can do a little better work. So absolutely. Yeah, you were, you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, I have really enjoyed having you on the show today, Lee, and I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface when it comes to this. So maybe we should, you should come back on in the future and we can talk more about it because I'd be happy to, I really wanted to get into like ways that we practical ways we can help the listeners to be able to do this themselves. So yeah, I think that we should do another episode for sure. I can say one 20 second spot, put one hand on your heart and one hand on your lower belly when you lay down at night and just think about hugging yourself, just sending yourself love, sending yourself. If you want to think of healing energy from your hands, great. If you just want to think about, I can love myself while I go to sleep tonight, that in and of itself is really difficult for a lot of people, but it Mm -hmm. can have an impact and just sort of help that settle down a little bit and send yourself some energy. That's an awesome tip. I'm actually going to try that myself tonight. So thank you. You're welcome. So why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you if they would like to get a healing or use your animal communication or psychic medium abilities? Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, I'm in the process of building a website, so I don't have that yet. Um, But probably the easiest place to find me would be on Instagram. And I am metaphysic underscore Lee. So meta, M-E-T-A, physic underscore L-E-I-G-H. You can find me there on Instagram, send me a DM and I will absolutely chat you back. It's such a creative name. I love it. I love, <laughs> it's I love that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. It's like, that's so cool. <laughs> Thanks for not thinking it's dorky. I appreciate no, it. No, <laughs> I don't think it's dorky at all. I'm like, wow, I wish I had a name that I could, but it's, you know, metaphysical Samantha doesn't work. It doesn't work no. like that. Well, I call you psychic <laughs> Samantha. So it's, it's just, as there good. you go. <laughs> And, and listeners, if you would like to find me, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. My other podcast that I have with my husband, Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses, is there. My blog is there. You can find anything that you want. And again, thank you, Lee, for being here. It was, it was a pleasure to have you, and I can't wait to have you back on again. It is absolutely my pleasure. This was a whole lot of fun and I'd love to do it again. And if if anybody out there hasn't listened to her podcast with Danny, you absolutely have to because the best part of my week sometimes when I start on Mondays is the two of you giggling with each other. Oh, you're so so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys have a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Samantha. All right, everybody. Well, I will see you back here same time, same place next week. Until then, everyone, peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.